Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And we are underway in from Rainbow Bay to Rainbow Beach to the Switch and everything in between. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. Have a funny day. Go and have fun now. Your new local. You can love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Hello, podcast family. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo here for your Tuesday, October 24th. I think it's my wedding anniversary tomorrow. Oh, really? Really? Think so. Twenty fifth. How do you it's not Ella know? Daisy Dobbin. Well, I think that is right because it's Ella's birthday tomorrow, Aww. the twenty fifth. How okay. old is Ella Daisy? Five. Five. Big five year old. I think Aww. my marriage will be not nine. Eight. You got married. You, we were working together when you got married. Twenty fourteen. I yes. reckon. I reckon it was the twenty fifth. Anyway, it's that's, hard to remember. That's a problem for tomorrow, Liam. Uh, but the other thing that I created a problem for today, Liam. Today, mm. you two know that I've um, started up a little run club. I would like to be a part of your run club, but I'm not good enough to be a part no, of it. No, no, no. I reckon you'll be there. there I could be a walk club. There, it, it's, you can it's, walk. It's, it's a movement club is what we're going to call it. <laughs> I've just decided. Okay. It's a movement club. We get out there and we move. It's only half an hour. All are welcome. And I was saying to someone today, the goal is that eventually this is a thing where we have a big bunch of people and we go, right, if you want to walk, here's your group. If you want to run slow, here's your group. If you want to run fast, here's That's your group. That's a nice idea. That's what we want to aim for. Today... I almost killed someone. Oh, it's hot. It was hot today. Why were you running in the middle of that? Can I just say that that, sure. is, that is irresponsible? No, y- yes, you can say it's irresponsible. And You did send out an email I did yesterday. send an email yesterday saying, hey, it's going to be hot. Make sure, If you want to run, I would understand if you don't want to run, it's going to be hot. If you do want to run, make sure you hydrate and bring a drink bottle with you and make sure you That's sun right. cream and hat and all the rest of it. Yeah, slip, slip, I, I did as much as I could. Mm. I told them the T's and C's, but there's... Someone in the office, Chris, you know Chris in the office. Yes, yeah, of course. Who came down and made his debut at Run Club the Aww. other week. And not a runner, but okay. goes to the gym a lot. Great. Um, He's a very fit. Very lean guy, yeah, right? Yeah. So there wasn't a concern about, you know, taking him beyond his limits. No. But we went out last week and uh, we, we ran with um, Jess as well. And, and there was the three of us and we ran really slowly and, and calmly and we chatted the whole way. Mm-hmm. And then in the last kilometre of this run... I said to Chris, I'm like, mate, you're looking really good. If you want to go faster, you can. And so he took off yeah. and ran really well and finished yeah. really strongly. And I said, okay, all right, I'll keep that in mind for next week. So oh. today, uh, Jess was there again she, and Chris came down again and, and Snowy uh, came along as well. And I said to Chris, righto, you're running, I'm, you, you're going to run with me today. And mm-hmm. in my mind, I was just going to take him a little <gasps> bit further and a little bit faster. Okay. Just because I, I want him to, everybody comes down to run club. I want, want them to, I, want, yeah. I want them to improve and I want them to challenge themselves, but I still want them to enjoy themselves. Is that why the ambulance went down? <laughs> <laughs> you joke, but I got very, very nervous because as we got to the turnaround point, I looked at my watch and I thought I might have taken him out a little bit quick here because he Started saying a lot less. Very chatty in the first 15 minutes or so. And then as we started turning around, wasn't saying a lot. And we (laughs) we had about three or four minutes left on the run. Chris just stopped. And I'm like, Like stopped running? Stopped running. I said, are you okay? He's like, just a little bit dizzy. I was like, oh. (gasps) Liam. I said, okay, let's just walk. Let's just walk. He's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm like, please stop. We're just going to walk. Anyway. He got back here. He's really happy. He had a great time. 
problem is he came into the office with a head like a Japanese flag. It was beetroot red, and I have had the office manager oh. and several other people within the team accuse me <gasps> of breaking. Pushing people too hard. <laughs> accuse me of breaking. Surprise, surprise. Oh, no. <laughs> and the comment got made Let me guess. By, Let me guess. He didn't make it back in time in your times. Yeah, but no, he technically he didn't make the time, but that's yeah. okay. But no, the point was made to me by the office manager that uh, Chris is actually quite a successful part of the sales team, so... <laughs> We if need you, him. If you could avoid breaking those yeah. people that, you know, bring in big sales for us, take some of the crap people. <laughs> <laughs> take the duds like me. That yeah. doesn't really matter if they're here or not. Well, essentially, <laughs> next week, if you get pushed into Run Club, you're not needed. You're not making your budgets. <laughs> November 1 is the beginning of the NRL season. So calendar year for the NRL goes from November 1 to October 31st. And... When November 1 hits, there is plenty of players that hit the open market that can go and negotiate with other clubs. Now, one player that has decided to say that he's going to test the market as such is the very much polarising three-time Premiership 5'8", Jerome Luai from the Penrith Panthers. He did that uh, Instagram post after one of the games. It was very... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, after the origin. He's, yeah. He is an antagonistic mm. human being, but one thing that nobody can ever take away from him, the kid can play. He can play. He's a running 5'8", and he's going to be much sought after by teams looking to change their fortunes in the NRL. And he's, he's 26 years of age. He's just yep. entering his prime. Family he man. Not- he's a very off the, away from the field, very much a family man, got a partner, got kids, but he just upsets every other fan base and every other team other than the Panthers. <laughs> Does he not think he's valued at the Panthers in terms of price? I think because of success at Penrith, they can't keep everybody. Now, They've got around $800,000 a year at Penrith. They've come out and said that. Jerome Luai, from being a 5'8", in a key position, an origin 5'8", and three-time, he's probably worth one, 1.1. So there's a $300,000 shortfall over the period of four years, five years. It's a lot of money, like we're in the small window. The situation, Lisa, is that they've got Nathan Cleary, who yeah. is rightfully a million-dollar player. They've Dylan signed Edwards. Dylan, Dylan Edwards. Edwards to a big deal. Isaiah Yo is their captain, who they'll never let go. Liam Martin's just signed James a new Fisher deal. Harris. James Fisher-Harris. It's, yeah, it's just so wow. good. Too many good ones. So I start thinking about, and we've all been talking about, and I started thinking about this six weeks ago. Where does he go? Where? Mm. Well, what team in Queensland is chasing a running 5-8? And that's the Dolphins. Mm. So I rang the Dolphins and I rang Peter O'Sullivan. I'll go on record. I rang Terry Reader. I've spoken to them all. And they've all categorically denied that they've had even a discussion around Jerome Luai Why as not? yet. Well, I suppose because he's not on the market till November 1. He's not on the market. So you, okay. you can't. They have so, got in a little trouble before, didn't they, for talking <laughs> they a bit early? But that's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> good pick up. Sorry. They're your words, not mine. But anyway, you are 100% right. Um, well done. Look at you go, Leaky. Um, <laughs> but yes. So I, I don't know. Does he fit with Wayne Bennett? Does, you know, one thing Wayne Bennett said is that no matter what, Culturally, that's you've got to fit. So does Jerome Luai fit with the Dolphins? He's very Panthers. He's very Penrith. Penrith is very different to Redcliffe. It's a bit square peg round hole. Very different. You don't think he could fit in? I think he would have to adjust. 
because I think Redcliffe Peninsula, I think, is very different to the base of the mountains of Penrith. Oh, of course. But, like, the, geographically, but okay. I sp- I personality. See, Izzy, Katoa, Izzy Katoa's from there, from Penrith. Oh. But, yeah, Izzy Katoa is a Penrith junior, right? Oh. So Izzy Katoa left Penrith because of Nathan Cleary. That's they got mm-hmm. under. So you think about that. Mm. They believe Izzy Katoa long-term is their 5'8". That is their halfback. So what about two Penrith boys being their, you know? Lisa, I don't know the peninsula like you do. Mm. But what I do know is the love and affection that the Penrith community has for this bloke and his teammates. Now, all of the hate around Jerome Luai comes from external people. And jealousy as well. So I wonder, I think if Mm. you got him in... At the Dolphins, I reckon the community and the team would fall in love with him real quick. Oh, why don't you start getting some real wins? Real quick. <laughs> wins change a like lot, it. don't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. We're going to talk with Tom Flegler. I just wonder what, a bit later, I just mm. wonder what Tom Flegler yeah. thinks. I mean, they're he's the two most, very different people. And he's the most straight up and down, yep. hard work. Queenslander. Front Queenslander. Yeah. I'd be fascinated when we get when we talk to him a little later in the show. Right. Look, I wonder if he would welcome the boombox of Jerome Loy on the peninsula. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For those of you who didn't hear yesterday, I'll give you a quick recap. Obviously, at the end of the year, on the 1st of December, I'm heading over to LA to watch the Cleveland Browns and to Las Vegas to see U2, Garth Brooks and the National Finals Radio and play a bit of golf. Trip of a lifetime. Yeah, seven days with three mates. Um, you know, just an unbelievable trip. Boys trip. Uh, had the blessing um, from Amity. She's more than happy for me to go. It's one of those trips you'd buy a ticket for at the shopping mall. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. they, oh, you'd, yeah. you'd walk through a mall and they go, hey, do you want to buy a ticket to win this ultimate man trip? It's literally <laughs> Lakers on the Saturday night, Cleveland Browns versus the Rams on the Sunday. Yeah. Golf, golf, golf. You know, as I said, you two, Garth Brooks, bang. It all hit a speed bump last weekend when one of my mates who lives in Sydney rang another one and they went to a joint barbecue and said, mate, Whatever you do, do not bring it up at the barbecue and don't mention it to the to <laughs> red the wife. flag. Yeah, red flag. So he rings me. Then we hear that he rings me up and says, "How would you be if he bought his wife?" He he rang me and said, "If I bought my wife," and I flatly said, "No." It's a boys' trip. I said, "It's not happening." Now to give you some context around this bloke, when he does not have his wife and you go out, he is the life of the party. He is without a doubt. The most fun to be around. But the minute that he has his wife with him, he becomes a completely different person. Straighty 180. I'll call him a doormat. <laughs> I will call him a doormat, and I called him that on the phone. So last night, why this has been going on the last week, there's been a lot of toing and froing. I went and got a first reserve. I've got a first drop. <laughs> if he was to pull out, I've got another bloke that's coming in in his place. How does he feel about being the well, replacement he, he was, he, Well, he's happy with it okay. because the only reason we can go with four is because of golf numbers, because of oh. cart numbers and everything like that. Otherwise, you know. So anyway, last night I gave him the ultimatum. I said, it's like this, mate. I said, if we were all going away with our wives and our partners, there'd be eight of us. But there's four. This is a boys' trip, and if you want to bring your wife, you're off the trip. You go on your own holiday. Are you 100% convinced that she'll ruin the trip? Yes. Yes. Because the other blokes, one bloke's going through a messy divorce. He just wants to let his hair down. Right? There is another bloke that 
hopefully never gets married because <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying his behaviour is appalling. Atrocious. Yeah, and like so, like they will feel uncomfortable. It's about the other right. group. It's about the complexities of the group bringing that third wheel, that mm. extra person and plus one. Yeah. yeah, I tell you what, Lisa. Yeah. Why don't we use the Triple M family here to help back up Dobbo's argument? Yeah. Why, why don't we one triple three five three? Do you can you help provide some evidence, some examples of when a plus one ruined the trip? Oh, it's happened heaps of oh, times. So many people I but, hear of this. Yeah, going even out to boys like dinners, and then they bring one bloke brings his girlfriend, and like everybody. And that's like a, a one night dinner. Yeah, one night dinner, but yeah. trips. Now look, if you've had if you've had your bloke ruin your your girl's trip, yeah, we want to hear about that too. This works both ways. But if you've had a plus one ruin a trip with your mates. We want to hear about yeah. one triple three five three or Debbie and Marumba Downs. Looking forward to Debbie's call. Taking your calls next. Rush Hour Triple M. Chloe from Broadbeach, have you had this situation go on in your life? Uh, yes, I did. So the old two company three is a crowd. Uh, two friends and I went to Dreamworld. Yep. And we were lining up for the roller coaster, you know, with the only two seats. And one of the friends starts saying, someone needs to sit next to me, someone needs to sit next to me. And started sort of panicking and then had a full-blown panic attack and uh, we had to console her and then we had to leave the park. Oh, no. Oh. No. What's well, a better name was Sharon or something, wasn't it? Chloe? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, nah, that's, I mean, you need to grow up. You need yeah. to grow up. You yeah. just be a grown-up and sit by yourself you on can. the roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank and you, Chloe. Danny and Newbeath, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Good. When did the plus one ruin the trip? Well, mine wasn't a ruin the trip, but I just wanted to say to Dobbo that my husband went on a boys' trip to Vegas, yeah. and I sent him off with fanfare because I really believe that you need to do these trips with your girlfriends or your boyfriend, like yep. your best mates. Um, and just on a side note, that um, at that stage he was over there for ten days, and we had a newborn and a eleven-month-old. Yep. And um, so I have clocked up that and I am able to now use that time <gasps> to go away with my friends whenever I want. Danny, Perfect. Danny, Amity yeah. is the exact same. She has given me, and her, we've got eight-month-old twins, and I said, please promise me that this is never going to be used against me. She goes, oh, it absolutely will be. <laughs> of but, uh, yes. but, but she's like, I'm fully supportive of it. But it is but like you're willing it. to take that risk. Yeah, well, of you course, can't, you can't have your cake. You can't have your no. cake and eat it too, mate. You yeah. know that this is going in the memory bank. It's going to be wheeled out at some and point. Full well, you're going to be paying for it. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. <laughs> hey, Debbie from Marumba Downs. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? All right. Yeah. This situation go on in, with your friends. Yep, there was a group of us that used to just go away. It was mixed groups, and this guy insisted he'd bring his girlfriend. Well, in the end, we used to just call her the handbrake because every time she he was having fun, she'd just put a stop to it at no end. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you know if your nickname's your handbrake, you're oh, not going not well. Good. You're not going did well. Did the did the girlfriend know oh, she was the handbrake? No. Oh. <laughs> if there's one thing that's more annoying than the weather heating up, because I hate the hot temperatures, <laughs> is that it's bringing out the snakes. You've seen a few, haven't oh, you, Dobbo? Listen, it's been quite unbelievable. Uh, I've been cycling around just in preparation. I, I've nearly run over about four or five in the last oh. literally two weeks. Any eastern browns? 
One brown, lots of blacks, uh, and a dirty big old-fashioned well, python. Red-bellied black snakes are usually not too bad. They no. get out of your way. But eastern browns are the ones you've got to mm. look for. They're the second most deadly snake in the world. I'm assuming that's behind the black mamba. Maybe all the death out of overseas. Who knows? But we've got the most uh, deadly snakes in this country. Not a lot about snakes. Taipans uh, are very yeah, deadly as well. Yeah, taipans are pretty. I grew up with a lot of snakes mm. uh, in Wemiran. We had uh, my dog got bitten twice by a red-bellied black snake, and she survived both times. So yeah, Sturdy. yeah, plenty. We saw plenty of eastern browns, but unfortunately, Tony Harrison from Harrison's Gold Coast and Brisbane Snake Catchers has been on the receiving end yes, of two eastern this. browns. He was working in Logan, and he wanted to remove them. Unfortunately, when you get bitten by an eastern brown, the neurotoxins are quite awful. Now, just for a bit of comparison, can we hear what uh, Tony sounds like before he was bitten? Good afternoon, you crazy sexy people. I'm wearing a seatbelt. I'm in the passenger seat. On our way to Woodhill to catch an eastern brown. So that was not for this job. That's pre-snake bite. Pre-snake bite. (laughs) So he went on a Facebook Live, very brave of him, to remove these two snakes from Logan with his wife, Brooke. Got bit. Oh. It's very serious. Yeah. He's ended up in hospital with cranial paralysis, which is as bad as it sounds. He up- uploaded a new video. This is what he sounds like now. My eyes don't work. And my tongue doesn't work. Please, you book a break. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. in a bit of Please leave us alone. Oh, it's very Tony. confronting. So he says Jeez. his eye's not working, so he's lifting up his eye and his tongue is not working. So is it, he's like, fine. He's recovering. His kidneys took a bit of a hit as well. Will that to, go away? Yeah, I, once I, you get the antivenom in. But that, that that this is a guy who was very lucky. Like So uh, lucky. So lucky. Like it, it breaks your body down. Oh, and the second most deadly snake in the world. You don't mess with that. So uh, he has been bitten before in the past. He was bitten by a red-bellied black snake, but also bitten by an eastern brown in 2019. So oh. he's a very strong oh, man. We wish you all the best, Tony. Oh, we hope Tony. you're on a speedy recovery. That does not sound very nice at all. And hope it's very quick recovery for you. But it should you. be a reminder to everybody out there that yeah. if you see these things, and steer as clear as you possibly well, can. Well, they're warming up, so they're coming out now because they're mm. like, oh, well, the weather's nice and warm. We want a little bit of food. So yeah. just get the professionals in to handle it. They know better than we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't mess about. I hope Tony has a little bit of a break. Yes, yeah, so have yeah, a bit of rest. A, yeah. yeah, take yeah. some time off. Let mm. somebody else catch some snakes for a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I've got something to confess and probably a little bit of an apology, actually. I'm an Aldi shopper and I'm usually an Aldi Kelvin Grove and I know that shop back to front. But I actually shopped at Aldi at Capera the other day and I don't know that shop as well and I got a little bit confused. So I got round the dairy section and turned the corner and there were two girls chatting in front of the section that I needed to be in. So they were fussing about and they were right in the way. Can I just ask one quick question? Yeah. Aldi's an Aldi, isn't it? No, the setup's very different. Can we also preference this conversation by, go back three weeks ago, that Liesl hates... Grocery shopping. Grocery shopping. Oh, I can't stand it. This is her ultimate hate. And look, I was in a good mood this day, so this this helped me with my grocery shopping. Sorry, you're you're in a foreign Aldi. I've gone through the dairy. Doing what she hates. I'm now in the cereal section, and I was looking at a certain section, and I was looking for something new, stepped away from my trolley, moved to the other side, came back. 
hands on the trolley, pushed around the corner, going through the cheese section. That's separate from the dairy. Kept walking around through the biscuits down the next aisle, going round and round, adding so many things to this trolley. And I get to almost the end of the shop when I realise that the trolley that I have taken is not my trolley. It is someone else's trolley. (laughs) You stole another woman's stole trolley. Stole someone else's trolley. One of the two women that were had, there at the it start had a handbag. Oh no, it wasn't them because they she the girls were with their dad, and then uh, it's a woman's shopping trolley. How it's did a, you notice you got the wrong trolley? Because I was putting things in. I was I went to go put my phone in back in my bag, and I was like, "That's not my handbag." So I had to, I took the trolley back. Meanwhile, this woman is frantic. <laughs> Oh. She's lost her handbag and someone else has She's taken. She's been robbed in She's Aldi. She's been robbed in Aldi by me because I <laughs> I just didn't even look at the trolley. Just walked off with it around the shop, happy-go-lucky, like enjoying my time grocery shopping the first time ever. And Can I, I ask this, this just poor woman's back. because I can't believe you've done this, but when you did get back to her, yeah. did you then have to pick all the gear that you got and swap it back well, into another trolley? Well, there was trolley? less that I started with, so uh, just swapped a few things out, the, the, the few items. It was easier to give back the few items than it was for the oh, 50 other put, items I'd added. You put that much in the trolley. I put that much in Did it. You, oh, you took I her got, trolley. I took her trolley. Did you apologise? No, I left the trolley right. there and swapped it over. Liam, Liam, put her on the idiot <laughs> register. <laughs> put her on the idiot <laughs> register. Liam Rush here was idiot register. Oh, I forgot Is that fair it, and valid? Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Hold on. I, I deserve. Can we just get back to the fact that... <laughs> I was so embarrassed. You didn't even address this. There's this woman panicked around Aldi, <laughs> and you didn't say, I'm so sorry, I've taken yours by mistake. You, she was around the corner. <laughs> you just dropped it and ran. Yep. You coward. <laughs> you coward. I can't believe you didn't face the music over that. I was so embarrassed that I was so mindless <laughs> and such an idiot that I took someone else's trolley. She's on the register. Oh, She's on the I register. I reckon I'm almost number one on the idiot register. With a that. bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Jones, welcome to the Triple M's Idiot Register. <laughs> Thank right, you. Well, look, I'm a proud recipient look, of the Idiot Register. Thank you. Hey, let's open it up. If, if we're inducting Lisa Jones to the Idiot Register, one triple three five three. The Triple M Idiot Register is open for applications. Yeah. Lisa Jones, join has, me. Lisa Jones has stolen another woman's trolley in and the handbag, shop bag. Apparently, um, I don't know whose was worse or more. Probably hers, actually. <laughs> if you or someone you know has done something idiotic uh, in the last seven days, we would love to welcome them onto the Triple M Idiot Register. One triple three five three. Give us a call, and we will welcome you there. And for the biggest idiot, we might even have a pass to the GC five hundred. Oh, thank you. I'll take that. No, you're <laughs> ineligible. Russia our triple M. And Dobbo, we're doing this. The triple M rush hour was idiot register. Who's the richest person in the world? And your cousin's girlfriend now wife says, "Oh, his name's Mike Rosoff." <laughs> You know, it'd be a great job with a lot of work is changing the batteries in those lights on the side of the road. <laughs> Meant the cat size. Oh, the oh reflectors. The customer complained to me that her buffalo wings tasted too much like chicken and not gamey enough. I said to him, oh, you must be the yachtsman that came in yesterday. And he said, yes, how did you know that? And I said, well, you've got semen all over your face. <laughs> it's funny every time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a deep register, which, Liesl Jones, you've just been added. I'm yeah, nominating well myself because added. I took a Ladies trolley at Aldi the other day yep. and was too gutless to tell her that I took it mm. and filled it and uh, left it there so that she would find her well, own trolley. Let's add some it. more Eddie idiots to the register. Georgia from Pacific Pines, good afternoon. Hey guys, how are you? Good. Who would you like to nominate for our idiot register? Um, it's my youngest sister. She's fifteen. Okay. Please go ahead. Go ahead. 
Um, so we had something in the back of the house that kept tripping a power. So Dad said, turn everything off in the back of the house, and that included the hot water system. So Mum's proceeded to then make a coffee and finished making a coffee. And my sister turned around and said, Mum, why are you having a coffee? Isn't that going to be cold? And she said, what do you mean? And she said, well, the hot water system has been turned off, so <laughs> why are you cold coffee oh that is boiled with water from the kettle. You know oh what? Oh, my God. 15 is, is old enough to be added to, to the idiot register. She's, on the, how a kettle she's works. on the list. She's, she's on, on the list. She's on officially an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Owen from Broadbeach, who would you like to register? Oh, my fiance Sarah. I'll go on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sorry about that, Owen. I, got, I flicked you off. That no, Sarah, Sarah heard you. Oh yeah, all good. Yeah, no. So we have uh, we have eggs on toast every Saturday, and we've changed the box of eggs this weekend. And she said, "Oh, those eggs taste really salty. Do you reckon the eggs are salted, pre-salted? Oh, no. I mean, what do you mean, um, babe? It's the salted butter on the toast. <laughs> eggs that are pre-salted. What are they? they salty crack chickens. Them, then they salt the eggs, and then <laughs> they, they put the lid back on. They put them back guys, on. They glue them together. Don't have to have a don't have to have a long neck to be a goose, do you? Say? <laughs> <laughs> Very Thanks funny. Guys. Owen, Owen, mate, don't go anywhere. Yeah. We are sending you along to the GC500, my friend. That's too good. <laughs> yeah, good on you, brother. Just for the comments just, at the end just alone. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Michelle from Runcorn, who would you like to nominate for the idiot register? I'd like to nominate my son, Zaid. Oh, yeah. please do. Um, when he was about 20, old enough to know better, he puts a, a photo on Facebook of a jug with the lid on, and he says, who the F puts, makes a jug like this? You can't pour out from it. And so I called him and I said, mate, you've put it on Facebook and you've got the F and lid on the wrong way. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, he was full stumped. He could not figure out what the heck was going on with this bloody oh Tupperware God. jug. And then publicly posted it as yeah. well for oh. everyone else to take it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, he's not blonde, but that was a definite blonde moment. <laughs> well, Michelle, he is officially on the idiot register. And can I just thank you, Michelle, as the person that is responsible for pressing the dump button when our listeners say a naughty word, I want to thank you for uh, just, you know, self censoring yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Big time. Look, that's okay, darlings. I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> this Saturday night, two arch rivals take on each other. Uh, the kangaroos take on the New Zealand Kiwis. Uh, in a test match down at Amy Park. It's 7-10 kickoff, mm. and this game has a lot of meaning. We know what Australia and New Zealand, the rivalry they have, and, and one bloke makes his debut yeah. who is very close to this mm -hmm. show. His name is Thomas Flegler. I'm going to say now he's a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying he's a dolphin now, and he makes his debut for the Kangaroos, and he joins us this afternoon. Thomas Flegler, congratulations, mate. You're a Queenslander, and now you're an Australian test player. Well done, mate. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, when did you find out that you were going to be in the test side? Uh, not until yesterday. So, yeah, it's still only pretty new. Oh, um, I'll come up and I'm going to rest some of the big boys. So it gives me a chance to have a go. Tom, this is a dream come true to represent your country. What does it actually feel like? Yeah, it's obviously very exciting and um, it's a dream come true. So um, at the moment, just uh, trying to soak it all up while I can and um, trying to learn a, learn a few things off uh, 
off a few of the players. Tom, Dobbo raised an interesting point at the start there. Uh, are you a Dolphin yet, technically? No, nah. Thirty first of this, this month. November one. November one is his... November one. Yeah. So yeah. still a Bronco day. as we speak to you. Still a Bronco. Okay. All right. I just wanted to clear it up. I wasn't sure how this works. But there you go. November one is when the season starts. Okay. Okay. All right. Then he changes over. So Kevy still his boss for now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Dobbo, you should you should um go into the footy world, eh? Better than that radio. <laughs> Flake, how has it been? It, obviously, I spoke to you post post grand final, and you had the presentation night, and then you know it was such a long year, and then to get selected in the Kangaroo squad, obviously a goal that you always dream of. But how hard is it after the year that you had to re motivate yourself to play football? I mean, it's 34 degrees here today in Queensland and the sun's out and, and you guys are still running around flogging yourself and you haven't had a break yet. Yeah, I guess it um it, it is pretty hard, especially after a long year. The grand final, everything, I guess by the time you get to the end of the year, you're a bit burnt out. But, um, I mean, if there's any game that can get, that can get you up for it, it's, it's definitely playing for Australia. So um, it has made it a lot easier in camp and um, especially knowing that, that I'm playing this weekend. It, yeah, it's good. I'm excited. It's fun and um, I can't wait to get out there. Tom, on debut, who takes you under their wing? Who's going to be your hmm. mentor for this? Who's going to be my mentor? I don't think anyone, really. It's a, it's a team sport and um, just take it as it comes. Is um, there anyone you shouldn't follow? <laughs> anyone I shouldn't follow? Yeah, the halfback. <laughs> was, it difficult, was it difficult having, like, the, the, the kangaroos played for a week, so you trained for 10 days, then Mal gave you guys a full week off, said go home, so... And then you're back into camp. Is that difficult? Yeah, it is a bit difficult, but um, I think, guess that's just the way the, the draw fell. So um, it's good to get back into camp this week. We're, um, we're down at Albury in country New South Wales. Yeah, it's a good little change-up. How would the bananas go down there? No good. It's no, way too cold. Yeah. Way too cold. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Flags, before we let you go, and we really appreciate you giving us some time um, ahead of this test. And, and, again, we couldn't be happier for you. Friend of the show set to make his debut for the Kangaroos on Saturday night against New Zealand. What a place to do it. We were talking earlier on in the show about your next club, the Dolphins, and about the prospect of Jerome Luai uh, ending up there. We know he's going to be a big free agent come November 1. Now, Dobbo reckons the Dolphins haven't exported at all. Lisa reckons he probably doesn't fit there. How would you go going up, uh, joining forces with Jerome Luai? Would you like to have him alongside you on the field at the Dolphins? 100%. He's, a, um, he's an outstanding player. Um, I think some people sort of look at him a different way or the wrong way just because of um, how much he layers up. But um, you look at him on the footy field, he's an outstanding player, played for his country and um, he played for New South Wales and he's just won three premierships. So um, he's definitely one of the elite halves in the competition. And um, if Dolphins were to get him, I think that would be a great signing. All right, next question. Would you take a pay cut for the Dolphins? (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. Hell no. Not yet. The contract. Anyway. I can't take any more money. Oh. <laughs> it's all signed, sealed, and delivered. Oh, you're the best, uh, yeah. Tom Flegler, you're a Bronco for one more week. We've loved having you on this year. We're very excited about you making your test debut this weekend for the Kangaroos, and we can't wait to speak to you next year as a Dolphin as well. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Weekdays from 4. Also on the Listener app.